Today I'm going to teach you how to sell anything to anyone without being salesy or pushy. See, everybody wants to buy. We as a culture love shopping. It brings us joy. Think retail therapy. But nobody, nobody ever wants to feel like they're being sold or like this round peg is being put into a square hole. It doesn't work. So how can you effectively sell others without them feeling like they're being sold? Today I'm going to teach you how to tap into the psychology of each individual that you encounter so that you can effectively sell them on your product, aka show them how your product will benefit them in such a way that will move them to want to purchase without you having to try much. And while the number one way to uncover how your product can best serve the person in front of you, aka your prospect, is to ask questions, the second best way is to understand human psychology so that in the event that you have a customer in front of you who just doesn't want to open up or maybe doesn't know why they're interested in your product or why they should be interested in your product, you will be able to show them each and every time if you interweave the psychological motivators into each and every one of your sales presentations. Now something that I want you to keep in mind is every single one of these psychological motivators is meant to either move your prospect away from pain or move them closer to pleasure in one way or another. Innately, that's what we desire as human beings. And every action, every single action that we take is a means of preservation, aka we want to receive pleasure and move further away from pain. So keep that in mind as well while you create your sales presentations or make adjustments to your current ones. Psychological motivator number one, freedom and convenience. Freedom and convenience go hand in hand because something, if something is convenient, it automatically gives the consumer more freedom, mental freedom, physical freedom, freedom with their time, emotional freedom, all of that. Now, oftentimes convenience does come at a premium. I think Uber Eats or even a grocery pickup, right? But because of the convenience and the freedom that it allots the consumer, we're happy to pay premiums, you and I both. So I don't want you to let that price objection interfere because if something is of high value, if you can tap into these psychological motivators, freedom being a key one or convenience being a key one, the price will be of no objection. So never think price, think of how much value you can add to the person in front of you and the price will become irrelevant. So how can your product provide more convenience or freedom to your prospect or your customer? How can it make their life more streamlined or simple, giving her more time freedom so that she can do more of the things that she enjoys to do? Here's a really simple example with a really straightforward product. I have a friend that sells baby bibs, okay? The main, uh, in addition to them being super cute, a key selling point is that they are super easy cleanup, super seamless, easy cleanup. So it saves the mom or the caregiver time and energy during a sometimes really crazy, messy, time of the day, which happens quite often with children, at least three times a day. So how can your product provide freedom, even in the most simple way? Another example is with many network marketing companies. So network marketing companies share or MLMs or social network marketing companies, whatever, however you want to address this, they promote that if you become good at what you're doing, 
at their company, you'll have more financial freedom and time freedom to be able to do the things that you want to do. So does your product provide financial freedom in one way or another? Because it saves them money or it allows them to invest, invest streamlessly so that they don't have to think about where they're investing or so that they can play more, really dig into this because freedom is so important to so many people. It's a key psychological motivator. Emotional motivator number two that you want to weave into your sales presentations is security. Man, this is a big one. They're all big ones. How does your product or service provide more peace of mind? Physically, financially, shoot, it could even be spiritually. Does your product have some sort of safety net? Now, sometimes products, it can be really apparent when there is a, a, a safety or security component. For example, security systems. Man, when there was a break-in in the area, because I sold security systems door to door, when there was a break-in in the area, we sold security systems like hotcakes because it was fresh and relevant to the person. And so in that case, or the prospect is fresh and relevant to the prospect. So in that case, the security component is very apparent. Or another example could be those, those owlet socks that go on your infant's foot. I love that thing. It provided me so much mental, emotional freedom so I could sleep a little better at night, knowing that if for whatever reason my daughter stopped breathing, I would be alerted immediately. So that security component may be really apparent and aware. Life insurance is another one. But most every product, even if it isn't completely apparent to the consumer, has some sort of security feature. And it may come in the form of a warranty or a guarantee surrounding your product so that they know if they make this purchase, there's a safety net. They can return it, worst case scenario, if they don't like it, making the purchase so much easier. So does your product have a guarantee or a warranty of some sort so that the prospect feels secure in their purchase. You want to highlight this because you want your customer to feel safe and secure. Or what could they lose in the form of security if she doesn't make this purchase now? Will she lose will she not be able to secure her spot later because spots are filling up quickly? What what will she lose in the form of security if she doesn't take action now? So that's something to to highlight as well. And you want to do it, of course, in a really ethical way. My whole objection with these videos is to teach you how to sell in a way that is non-pushy, non-invasive, and really genuine because that's my husband and I both. We're both in sales. You can make a solid six plus figures being a genuine person and providing a quality service to your customers. So I want to highlight that. And with all that being said, if someone is going to lose security in one way or another, they need to know because this is a key psychological motivator and also you don't want them to miss out. Three, social credibility. Now this is twofold as well, like freedom and convenience. Now with all of these, within your sales presentation, you wanna highlight with testimonials and positive reviews as much as possible. The thing is, nobody ever wants to feel like they're being the first to do something. Being a trailblazer is extremely intimidating. So if you can show people and this is a little tidbit too. So if you can show your prospects reviews, testimonials from happy customers who are in a similar situation to the prospect in front of you, the, their reviews, their testimonials will be better received because it's human psychology. We relate, have compassion, um, have a higher emotional tie to those whom we 
can relate to in one way or another. As they look, feel, act, have been in similar situations to ourselves. So when using testimonials, if possible, use ones that are relevant to the prospect in front of you because it'll be highly more impactful. So social credibility, use your testimonials, um, positive reviews, show people that they're not the first to do it, that people have come before them and have enjoyed your product and have seen and experienced tremendous value from it as well. So the second fold of social credibility is how will your product make your customer, the prospect right in front of you, more likable, valuable, import or important in their social circle. Like by buying your product, will they become the fun house or look cooler by being associated with your product in some way? Does your product help the prospect avoid social pains or embarrassment in some way and gain more social pleasure? approval or prestige in their social circles. This is an innate, deep human desire to feel important and valued and worthwhile both to ourselves and in the eyes of other people. So if your product can enhance the status of the person in front of you, highlight it and showcase it. Um, you, a lot of companies are coming out with products like this now and it could be as simple as having multicolored elote which is like the Mexican corn or Louis Vuitton is a really simple one whatever it may be when you showcase that your product in one way or another offers to enhance the status respect likability and prestige of your prospect you can touch on these deep human need and trigger a buying desire whether you sell cars or you're a small business you want to have this like IG cool factor, this share factor, if at all possible, which every company has a little something, you'll want to highlight this in one way or another. For health and beauty. Okay, so most everyone wants to live a long and healthy life and they want to do it with the ones that they love. Okay, so the health industry alone is a $32 billion industry and the beauty industry is valued at $532 billion. In fact, the beauty industry is one of the few industries that doesn't experience major loss during recession. And my theory behind it is, you know, if you look good, you feel good. Uh, and so even if people are struggling, they want to look good because it makes them feel a little better. Whatever the reality behind it may be, the fact is the beauty industry is almost impenetrable when it comes to recession. So highlight this. Show how your product or service can enhance your prospect's physical state. Does it relieve aches and pains? Does it provide more energy? Does it improve his appearance or remove her dark circles? If your product can enhance the health of your prospect or the health of her loved ones, this is a major purchasing motivator. Sharing visuals, facts, stats, and again, testimonials will be very powerful as well. Another thing that's super powerful in this department is firsthand product samples. Even if they don't provide your products don't provide immediate results within the samples. People want to feel it, they want to smell it, they want to touch it. So for a short amount of time, I sold beauty products in Las Vegas at a kiosk and they were anti-aging products and the products didn't provide immediate results. Most products don't. However, whenever I did a product sample on a woman, they were 80% more inclined to purchase right then and there. They didn't have to think about it. If I didn't, provide a sample of some sort. If I didn't take their makeup off and show them how it worked, let them feel it, let them look at themselves, smell it, all of that, 
they weren't as inclined to purchase. It's a it's a crazy cool phenomenon. So if you can provide samples firsthand, be there with the person. I know Mary Kay does uh, facials, or if you have a fitness product of some sort, you can do in-person fitness programs or online fitness programs as samples so people can experience and feel your product. Letting someone feel and experience your, your beauty product, your health product in some way, even if it doesn't provide immediate results, will be highly effective. With this being said, if you're not in front of the person providing the sample, you need to be sure that you're following up and let them know right away, like, hey, I'm giving you these energy pack samples or whatever it may be, and I'm gonna follow up with you in a week to see if you tried it and if you like it. That's super critical too. You need to be able to follow up because life gets busy. It's not that the product didn't work or that somebody didn't like you or whatever it may be, and this is a whole nother video the follow-up, <laughs> but that's crucial as well. So if you do do samples and you're not doing it in person, be sure to follow up. Five, love companionship and community. Humans crave companionship. We crave companionship and good relationships. We want to love and be loved. So how can your product improve or create positive interpersonal relationships? whether with their partner, their spouse, their friendships, or within a community. If your product enhances your, your prospect's personal relationships or helps them create personal relationships, this will create a buying desire. This is a great example. I don't know if you've ever heard of the company Tone It Up, but if you haven't, go hashtag, look up hashtag TIU or Tone It Up. It is a movement. Tone It Up is a multi-million dollar brand and one of their biggest selling features, aside from the health and beauty aspect of it, is that when you sign up for Tone It Up, you're immediately entered into a community of like-minded women working towards the same things that you are. When you, join it, when you join Tone It Up, you become a Tone It Up girl and get linked in with not only online communities, but also local tribes, local Tone It Up tribes. This is a crazy, powerful movement. We humans are innately programmed. We're born to want to be a part of a tribe or a community or a cause bigger than ourselves. And if your product can provide that, showcase it. Network marketing com companies is another example. I work with a lot of women who do network marketing companies. That's why I highlight it so often. But even when I was uh, a sales manager for door-to-door -door sales, creating this community environment, a place where people could come and play foosball and laugh and enjoy one another's company and do outings together as a, as a community, as a group, was super powerful. It kept up the morale of our company and it made them want to bring in their friends to work with us. So it made my recruiting efforts a lot less challenging because they were bringing in their friends. Door-to-door -door sales is really challenging, but we kept up the morale and the community aspect, the tribe aspect of it by making it a fun environment. So this is a huge selling feature if available. And it's something that I use to recruit people as well. Like, hey, we're a really fun environment. You wanna be here. The job is hard, but we're fun. Lastly, numero seis, six, FOMO, aka fear of missing out. What will your prospect lose? What will she lose if she doesn't act now? Limited time offers, 
sales, promotions, they're just as important as highlighting the benefits of your service and you want to build upon that before promoting this FOMO mindset. You don't want to tell people that they're going to miss out on anything without first establishing a relationship and building value in your product. After you build value in your product, if there is that limited time sale or something of that nature promotion, you have to let your prospect know. You have to let her know because the, the reality is scarcity sells. Scarcity sells. For example, did you know that Girl Scout cookies from February to April, April each year sell around 15 to 20% more cookies than the nation's most popular cookie, Oreo? And they do this in the span of three months. 20% more cookies and they only sell for three months out of the year while Oreo sells year round, 24 seven. And why is this? Because scarcity sells, or in other words, FOMO. When applicable, the prospect needs to know if they don't move now, they will miss out. Scarcity is powerful, limited time offers, special offers, sales, etc. These things create a major buying desire. And that's it. These are the top six psychological motivators that move people to purchase and you want to incorporate them into each and every one of your sales presentations because of this. This is a major reason why. One, because sometimes through asking questions we can't truly uncover what it is that our prospect, the person in front of us, is in true need of, but we do have a quality product and you want to be able to showcase that. And also, because when you do, there's something called the theory of units of satisfaction. It's something that economists have come up with. And what it basically states is that each action that we take, each purchase that we make, there are different degrees of satisfaction. And each one of our prospects wants to know that they're getting as many degrees of satisfaction, as many degrees of pleasure, as we talked about earlier, as possible when making a purchasing decision. So by showing them each one of these deep psychological motivators, you will highlight and showcase how your product is worth every single penny of her purchase because it will give her many degrees of satisfaction. And when you do, you will increase your sales tenfold with minimal effort, with many happy customers and referrals sent to you regularly as well. All right, thanks for being here. I hope that you have subscribed and belled up so that you don't miss a Monday episode. I want you to know that this episode is also available in podcast form. The link for that is in the bio. Share this with your friends. And if you haven't yet, if you didn't know, Confidence is a major part of any sales presentation and I have a three-part sales course that's completely free because I want you to succeed. I want you to do well. That link is in the bio as well. It's a three-part series that will teach you to breed immense confidence in yourself so that you can sell more and do it with more joy and more ease. And I'll see you in the next video.